Hello, and welcome to Order Within, navigating a world of endless chaos and crisis. Many of us are experiencing inner turmoil, insecurity, anxiety, fears, and isolation. These feelings are only being amplified by news cycles, social media, and never-ending political madness. How do we find our way out of the chaos? How do we find strength within ourselves? How do we find meaning in a world driven by materialism? These questions and many more I aim to answer on the show. My goal is to be a trusted guide on your journey to selfhood. May you find what you seek. Hello and welcome to Order Within. My name is Brandon Ward and I'm your host on today's show. Today we're going to be covering self-mastery as a lifelong journey and pursuit. Self-mastery is built around the concepts of the growth mindset, many other things I guess I should say, but the foundation of that is, is driven by the concepts of growth, the growth mindset. A book that greatly influenced my life in my 30s, a lot of books influenced my life in my 20s and 30s, but particularly a book by Carol S. Dweck. She's a psychologist who studied mastery and excellence and achievement in her whole career as a psychologist. And she put together a book called Mindset, built around the growth mindset. And what these principles define are there are effectively two ways that we view things. One is with a growth mindset and the other is with a fixed mindset. So a growth mindset is going to look at things with the perspective that it leads to... so. Intelligence is can be developed. That's a fundamental principle is that intelligence can be developed. The next aspect is that it leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges, persist in the face of setbacks, see effort as the path to mastery. So effort is the path to mastery. Learns from criticism and finds lessons and inspirations in the success of others. As a result, they reach ever higher levels of achievement. And all this does is give them a greater sense of free will. So that's the component of the growth mindset. The other side of that is what is called the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset says intelligence is static. It leads to a desire to look smart and therefore, so you're, look, you want to look smart, not actually be smart, but appear smart, a key difference there. And so because of that, they tend to avoid challenges. They easily give up around obstacles. They see effort as fruitless or worse. It's a negative to them. They're a failure because of that, it re- because it requires effort. They ignore useful negative feedback because any criticism is a shot to that. It's puncturing that illusion of looking smart. And then they see success of others and feel threatened by it and want to detract from the success of others because They want to lower the bar of others so that they can feel better about who they are because, again, it's about appearing smart, not actually being smart. And so what this does, as a result, they may plateau early 
and achieve less than their full potential, and this confirms a deterministic view of the world. That things are fixed. Why should I do anything if my effort doesn't matter? And so, obviously, those two mindsets, we all exist in, in spectrums. So there may be things, what I found when I first read this book was that I had aspects of gr the growth mindset around some areas of my life, and then a lot of areas of my life, I had a very fixed mindset. And I thought I was an open-minded person, but I, from this concept, from this framework of thinking, I was not. And the experience of Dr. Dweck, I was not. And so it wasn't until I read this book that I realized that mastery, self-mastery, growth, and achieving excellence was driven from the concepts of growth. And that in order to grow, you have to challenge yourself. You're going to hit obstacles. You have to put in effort. You're going to get criticism. And you need to be inspired and learn from other success because ultimately our growth is determined by our efforts and our commitment to that growth which is why self-mastery is a lifelong journey. It's never something that we stop doing. I'm doing this podcast, but I'm learning the whole time I'm doing this. I still have, I will never master myself fully. We're existing. I'm living on this planet, in this infinite universe. The journey of growth is what life is about. Learning and evolution is what life is all about. So it truly is a lifelong journey. It's a continuous growth. And through this path of self-mastery, we're able to learn who we are. We can find who we are through this process of growth. And it happens over these small micro-growths. They compound over time. So it's micro improvements that compound over time and we grow bit by bit, day by day, inch by inch. That's the method. And but that's not possible if we're coming at things with a fixed mindset. So we have to first frame ourselves, reframe things, understanding that people who are great at things may have some natural talent but it was their commitment to excellence and effort and work and perfecting their craft that enabled them to develop a mastery of whatever skill it is that they were working on, not simply their talent level. That was the mistake that I had made early on in my life was that I thought people were just naturally good at things and that they just knew how to do it. I didn't realize that everybody's learning how to do things. Everybody was a beginner at one point, even the most masterful people started as beginners with very little knowledge, very little technique, very little anything. So that process of growth, all of us go through regardless. We all start at the beginning and we have to move through that growth process. I didn't realize that. I just naturally thought that people were great at what they did, talented, and it just they just so happened to be able to do that for a living. And I was wrong. That unlocked my personal potential because I realized that I could learn new things that I had not yet learned. I could acquire new skills that I had not yet acquired. And so through that awareness began the journey 
of self-mastery that I'm still on, that I'm hoping you will have an interest in joining and finding your own way to master yourself over your life. Because the, the rewards of this process, the joy that you gain from growing and learning as a human and uncovering who you are and going deeper into ourselves and what we love and what makes us tick and expanding our ideas, our abilities, and leveraging our brain and our mind, these incredible tools that we've been given, to use them to their full extent and to make them work for us in our life and to provide those gifts to other people that we care about and impact the world in a meaningful way. This is how we transform our world. This is the way. This is the way to transform our world together. It's through the transformance of ourselves. That's why self-mastery, I did an episode earlier around our inner world being a reflection of our outer world. This is why self-mastery is so important. If we seek to change the world, we must change ourselves first. It starts within ourselves. That's why going and screaming in the streets, demanding change, may not be the best way to go about doing things. Now, I'm not saying protesting and doing things like that can't be effective because they absolutely can be. But what I am saying is that if we're expecting other people to change the world and make the world a better place by, and our expectation is yelling at them to change that, we're not going to make any progress. We have to find the accountability piece for us and realizing that we're at, it's our responsibility to influence this change and to make the impact in the world, and we do that through self-mastery. And ideally, all of us, by reconnecting to ourselves, rekindling that love that lives within, uncovering who we are, uncovering our true selves, our inner child, our authentic beings, we realize what matters to us, what we're passionate about, the issues that really we care for, and we commit our lives to solving those things that mean something to us. Because we chose from within to go after these things, to pursue this work. It doesn't matter if it's climate change, if it's the economy, if it's politics, if it's psychology, if it's therapy, if it's medicine, whatever it may be, technology, art, anything, movies. I'm just going to keep naming things. I'm not going to keep naming things. You get the point. If we apply our authentic selves to the work that we're doing, the things that we feel drawn to, the world is transformed over time. If businesses were ran with authentic humans who were connected to themselves from within, which thus allowed them to see these aspects of other people and honor others because they know the same sacred self lives within them, we operate differently as a species at that point. We don't do business the way that we currently do. We don't do politics the way that we currently do. We don't do economies the way we currently do. We don't do medicine the way we currently do. Everything changes when we adopt this mindset and we reconnect with ourselves from within and we begin living this way. This is how we transform the world. One person at a time doing something authentically beautiful and meaningful and doing it differently. 
I wish that the corporations of the world were ran by people like this because it would be different. I wish that our political leaders lived and thought this way. We would not be experiencing the world that we are right now. But that happens because we are not connected to ourselves and therefore we're relying on these external forces to do a lot of these things because we're not willing to do the work ourselves. And that's the hard reality here is that we have to take accountability to where we find ourselves and we have to step up and begin this process. And we have to commit to the process of self-mastery as a lifelong journey. And so these micro-improvements that add up over time and compound over time because you're getting better in certain areas, you're growing skills, you're enabling new abilities, and as you're doing all of those things, they're collecting and working together and improving your outputs and capabilities as a human. And so they continue to compound. That's what's amazing about this. Is It starts, the beginning is hard. It's the most difficult aspect because you have to get started. And if you don't have a lot of momentum, that initial start can be very difficult. But once you begin to build that momentum and you start to see the fruits of your labor, it's addictive. It's so enriching and fulfilling and fun. And it just, you get excited about the possibilities. You realize, wow, can I, what can't I do? That really becomes the question. What can't I do? In many ways, what do I want to do? What do I not want to do? Those become the questions. Sorry, my alarm there. Those become the questions, though. What do I want to do? What do I not want to do? Where do I want to focus my time? What do I love? What do I believe in? What am I interested in? And so something comes up a lot, too. Passion. What am I passionate about? I, you're you will be drawn to certain things, but I firmly believe that a pa passion is developed dependent upon our experiences and our connection to something. And so we may not initially feel this great passion or spark for something, but we may feel a pull to it. And through our efforts and continued work, we will grow a deep burning passion for something. So don't allow that whole idea of following your passion to be the one thing that dictates what you do. Follow your interest. Follow things that are intriguing to you. And commit yourself to a lifelong journey of mastering these aspects. And But of all those things, commit yourself to the path of mastering yourself. Understanding who you are. Managing your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your actions, your habits. Those are the things that we control every day. We control how we live the way we live, the things we do, the actions we take, the way we treat people, the habits we build. We control that. That's encouraging. We don't control a lot of things in this world, but we do control those things. And that's the aspects of self-mastery that we, that, that is the aspects of self-mastery. These components, organizing the self, how we live each day, now, this does not mean you need to be a brutal dictator with yourself. 
We have to find some balance and flexibility. But we also have to be honest with ourselves. That's why having that connection to our inner child is so important. Because they will tell us. I recently went through the experience of falling out of connection with my inner self. We have a newborn child. I'm the sole provider for our family at the moment. And so I've been very busy and we lost, I lost my father last year. And so there's been a lot of changes for us as a family and I've neglected myself. And I, I recently was very snippy with my wife and being short tempered. And I come to realize, well, I haven't been nurturing myself. I haven't been exercising. I haven't allowed for space to do things like this. And my inner child was upset. He was like, dude, we don't do anything but work. I have no space. Where's my life? I want to do something fun. Where, where do I exist in this life right now? So my point is, even when we're doing this work and we do it on a regular basis, we will fall off. It's just inevitable. Life is a long journey. So it's just always coming back and resetting. All right, look, I fell off the wagon. I'm coming back. I'm resetting. I'm committed to this path of self-mastery and loving myself and being an authentic person in the world and making the biggest impact that I can through my authenticity by being genuine to who I am and allowing that authenticity to dictate and drive my life and the way that I'm creating. And now, I am a faith-driven person, so I leave a lot of the unknowns to God. That's me. That's my choice. That may not be what everyone does, but that doesn't change the aspects of this self-mastery journey as a lifelong journey and the commitment to the work that we have to do to make this possible. And that comes through nurturing ourselves and being consistent. Consistency really is key. That's why those small micro-improvements on a day-to-day basis are far more powerful than these large, huge maybe days or weekends of all this stuff, but then you don't do it again for a year. Do one small thing every day. Do that first. Commit yourself to doing something once a day and every day in a moment, even if it's just a two-minute thought. Even if your commitment to self-mastery is, I'm going to spend five minutes today, every day, first thing in the morning to check in with myself. And at the end of the day, when I'm laying down at bed, I'm going to spend five minutes to check in with myself. How did the day go? How am I feeling? What was off? What was on? What did I like? What did I not? Those two things. How am I feeling today when I wake up? Where am I at today? And then how did the day go? Just that process alone will transform how you live your life. It's because through that process, you begin to know yourself. You begin to develop a relationship with who you are. We don't have good relationships with others in the world and we feel isolated because we're isolated from ourselves. We don't have good relationships with ourselves. Our self is literally the foundation of everything that we do in our lives. It's the foundation of the relationship that we have with others. It's the foundation of our work. It's the foundation of our family. It's the foundation of our loving relationships. It's the foundation of existence. This is not some self-centered thing. It's the practical reality that we are a part of. Each of us have a sacred self that we've been given, and it is up to us to do with that what we will. We can nurture it or we can destroy it. It's simply up to us. We don't have to do anything. 
but our choices will absolutely dictate the outcomes of our lives. And how we choose to treat that sacred self will absolutely define our experience. So it's coming to know ourselves, establishing that relationship with ourselves over time that allows us to master who we are. And this is a loving, deepening relationship. I'm not talking about a slave self relationship where you're a slave and you're abusing yourself. I'm talking about mastery in the sense that you are becoming the best version of yourself. You are the master of yourself. The strongest version of yourself. When you think about the master in Kung Fu terms, they are the ultimate teacher and leader because of their life and experience and all the things that they've gone through and the things that they've created. This is the same way that we become with ourselves when we master ourselves. It's the greatest and highest version of ourself. Because the self is deep. The self is deep. It is a rich world within us. That's what people do not realize about self-work. Is the infinite journey of who we are. And the diversity of who we are. It's incredible. The thoughts, the visions, the emotions, the dreams. There's so much within us that can be discovered. That's waiting to be discovered. The self truly is a treasure trove. That life has given us, that God has given us. And it's there for us to explore. Closing your eyes... And going within, exploring our inner landscape, realizing that we can envision whatever it is that we can bring to mind, that we can journey deep within ourselves, explore life from within, seeing worlds that we may have never experienced, envisioning life that we have not yet known, thinking about possibilities, all the adventure, all the depth. All of this lives within us, and it's unique to each of us. But without exploring, without recognizing, we'll never know what that is. We'll never know the depth of the self, the true richness of who we are, of selfdom. It's truly an endless kingdom to explore and journey through. And that my friends, is the path of self-mastery. That is what awaits us when we commit to this. And it's unique to each of us. Your journey of self will be different than my journey of self. But the journey of self is the key to unlocking our potential and our fulfillment. I know that for a fact. And there are many brilliant people throughout time who have said those things. It's not me. I, these are not my concepts. That's the, I've since, I'm simply sharing what I've learned. But these are not my concepts. It's just organizing what's worked for me and what I've uncovered in my own pursuits of self-mastery. My own desire to be the best version of myself. My own desire to heal and be a loving, healthy, authentic human being. My own desire to make a difference in the world. 
That's what this is driven from. So I don't have all the answers. I'm not a guru. (laughs) I'm just here sharing my journey, my experience, because I love this and I know what I've gained in this process. And I want to share that because it's so different when you begin to unlock these things. And it's simply because of how you're being and living in the world is what changes. Not that you transform your world and all of a sudden start acting and behaving totally different, which maybe you will, depending on who you are and how much you've been and who you are. But to really master yourself and be who you are, it's dependent upon you. And that's what's crazy is your experience changes, how you feel in moments, the way you are, the way you see things, the way you interact, the way you listen, the way you speak. All of these things change. They begin to transform as we connect with ourselves and begin to do this deep work of self-mastery and learning who we are. It's not easy. You're going to have to contend with some wild, dark emotions, thoughts, and feelings. Some of the things that came out of me when I was going through and have been going through and still exploring so much of this were some very dark and rooted pain. And it's going to be dependent upon your experience. By honoring our experience, we can learn to love who we are and heal from these moments. But that journey is unique to you. So I implore you to offer empathy to yourself and to realize that there could be and most likely will be some very scary things in there, but you will be okay. You will be okay. You can do this. And if you need help along the way, then find somebody to talk to to help support this journey. I would suggest, because I just believe in her work so much, but Dr. Margaret Paul has programs to go through kind of help with around mastering your nurturing yourself, which to me, this inner child work is a critical component of self-mastery. And so mastering ourselves is dependent upon establishing this connection and love with ourselves from within. And the incredible thing about this is no one can stop you from doing this. No one. You are in full command of your existence when you take on this mindset and you embark on this journey. You are in command of your existence. That is the beautiful thing about that. And no one can take that away from you. What you establish in this process is yours to keep and contain and continue on. It's a beautiful, wonderful process and a gift. That's what's amazing about it. And that's the strength you begin to realize, no one can take this from me. This is who I am. This is mine. It's from within. It literally is my inner world. So you realize, I mean, sure, people can do things to me. They can say things. They can physically hurt me if they want. But the reality is, is that they can't take this away from me, though. My selfhood is mine. Regardless. And we carry that selfhood on with us beyond this life. That is the establishment of eternal existence, the recognition of that self and the continuation of that journey. But it begins with the recognition. Jesus said two things. Accept the Father as our creator 
And second, if we're if we were all created by a heavenly Father, that we are all children of existence, so we are all brothers and sisters. That's it. Looking at the fact that we are children of creation and therefore one family, those are the asks. It doesn't have to be, and with those asks becomes the promise of eternal existence. Recognition that we are eternal beings created from an eternal father and mother and together are an eternal family. That recognition is what sparks our eternal existence. That's it. And then we begin that journey of life, of existence, onward, through the infinite cosmos, learning about ourselves and the endless journey that is life to learn and grow and expand our understanding of existence. There's no greater call to adventure than that. No movie, no show, no book. Life itself is the ultimate adventure. And I ask you, and I hope that you will join me on this journey of self-mastery, that you will find the power and keys to yourself within, and you will unlock that potential so that you may live a life of authenticity and strength from self to share with the world who you are. Because again, the world needs you. The world needs your authentic self. There are so many crises happening in our world. We need the best versions of ourselves. So we need you. That's the point. We need you. So, with that being said, that is the episode on a episode on self-mastery as a lifelong journey. I'm going to be talking a lot more about these concepts and diving deeper and looking at different perspectives on these ideas to try and encourage growth and hopefully offer you tools and information that will be valuable to you on your journey of self-mastery. So with that being said, until next time, y'all. Thank you for listening to Order Within. If you found the episode helpful, please consider sharing, rating, and subscribing. New episodes will be released every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, y'all.